It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go with the podcast. His name is Tom Izzo. Thanks for the introduction, Tom. Yes, very good to hear from you. Uh, real quick, Al. Yeah. First, how are you? Oh, hi. I'm excellent. Thanks. Before we get into the story, you ever just have those days where not much is going right? Yes. Like you turn left and it's sure someone's broken down and you're stuck behind the car. You just every move you make that day, it, every choice yeah. you make is the wrong or one. Or every piece of information you get is yeah. bad. So I got three notifications today, two of which I kind of knew I was right around the time. I didn't realize they were so close together. All right. The other one I did not anticipate. So the first, like, like two notifications. Uh, one, one of my son's tuition uh, payment is due tomorrow. Where's your, where's I the money? That. I knew that. I did not realize my other son's payment was due this Monday. So that's a double whammy so within five days. Two payments. Blows. Right. I was not anticipating that, uh, that they were so close together. I thought I had a couple weeks, actually. And then, of course, I told you the coolant in my car was leaking. Did I tell you that? No, you did not tell me that. So over the last month, the coolant level was going down, and, you know, I'd fill it up, and I'd drive for four or five days. It'd be low again. No big deal. i just buy the coolant, and i just fill it up. It's not a it's You not did the issue. mixture? No. Straight you in. put straight coolant in? Absolutely. Ready to use. Oh, you buy it You yeah. buy it ready to use. Okay. Well, it got to a point where it wasn't lasting for three, four days. It was getting to more like a day, to hours, to not long. So finally brought it over. And then you get the lovely text. I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad oh, news. Oh, no. See, in my head, I'd think, it's just that plastic uh, container that oh, holds no, it. Oh, a lot more than that. <laughs> the radiator itself? So I have an $1,100 bill waiting for me. Wow. <laughs> he said, that's the bad news. The good news is we also looked over your car. Your car is in great shape. Other than this. Other than this $1,100. What, there's, like, there's two things that have to be fixed. In the, is, that's the radiator, right? Yeah, it's, it's actually the water pump. Is a, it's a couple of different things. Wow. So I'm like, well, that's not good. Not great. How did you know you were even low? The light goes on. Oh, the light came on and it said mm-hmm. cool, and you were like, huh, where were you when the first light came on? Driving home from work. Okay. Now, I know, and I was like only halfway home. I know that doesn't mean you got to pull over and you're in trouble. I also know cars got to sit for a few hours, even right. if. So I drove home, and I didn't see any smoke, and the temperature was fine. So I knew there was plenty in there at the time. But at that moment, I'm like, all right, I got to make sure I got cool in the car until I'm... Because for me, dropping the car off isn't... That big of a deal once you do it, but you need the ride. You got to drop yes. it off, and it's just pain in the ass. I got to make sure I can get here, which is the beauty of having another driver in the house now. So I got my son's car today. Oh yes, um, but it it's yeah, it's pain. I was wondering, you know, I did not see your car today. Yeah, I got my son's car. All right. Although I also parked in the old Alexa spot. Yeah, it's what I heard. And you parked there. Uh, I so funny you asked. I got that. a ticket there last month. Oh, you did? I did because I asked Eddie that this morning because so I drove by a couple of open yeah. spots. I'm like, hmm. And he says that he he would use those spots. Yeah, I mean, I did a couple times, no problem, but I got a ticket there about a month ago. Yeah. So I stopped doing it. But then I saw Eddie park there the other day. I'm like, well, what am I, I doing? I know. I might try it until I get the ticket. Yeah. Sometimes. Listen, sometimes you got to live life and roll the dice. If that's living life, Al. That is living life. Um, oh, I found this out, and, I, and, and I, you know I'm on, I'm on multiple, I'm working multiple cases in Bradley Beach, right? I'm sure you are. I'm working still the, the beer bottle vodka bottle thrower someone who discards they've been mainly discarding uh you started off with Michelob bottles right. then uh it was a random uh, vodka cheap vodka too like not like really Majorska? cheap Majorska I don't even Lairds. Yeah. just I'll 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 yeah. take a photo next it's just really cheap vodka um so that's still going on there Pop off uh yeah I don't know I'm going to look okay there's uh, a someone is uh with a large dog is having it poop all over town and they're not cleaning up. That's lovely. Don't they have cameras around? No. No, not really. Wow. 
Someone is putting uh, your stickers up still. Al Dukes takes naked poop, poop stickers up. I still. saw someone Multiple. put that in a different beach. Yeah, different towns now. Yeah, only you. So I'm working different cases. I understand. Uh, but I got another case now I'm on, and this just occurred last night. Aren't you glad you moved there? <laughs> They're minor cases, You're but quite I'm busy. I'm just saying I got my eyes open. Yeah. I went to walk the dog last night, last walk of the day, and on my property. Someone left an open can of cat food. With a note that said, F you, Dukes. <laughs> there were no note. Oh, okay. But it was, you could tell it was purposely placed in a hidden spot for a, for a stray cat yeah. to find. Yeah. My dog found it. So she, my dog will eat anything. She'll, that's she'll food. eat uh, cat food, huh? Only if it's outside. If okay. I gave her gourmet dog food inside, she's not interested. But yeah. outside, it's like the, their animal instincts kick, yeah. kick in. So, I bring my dog back, and this was this was last night. I went out with my flashlight. I was looking all around ten, all around my property for more. There was no more, but I'm working You're on onto that them. case. I'm onto that case too. Why don't you put it? Why don't you put a camera in the window? Yeah, I could do that. I may do that. What? Yeah, I feel it's weird. Like right when you see this in particular, uh, somebody trying to feed a stray cat, you appreciate the what animal lover in yes. you. Uh, that they want to feed these. It's also making animals. your place the the cat's home. Yeah, I don't need right. I don't want the cat to live there. I got a dog. Mm-hmm. I don't want other cats living there. Yeah, especially an outdoor cat like that could have disease. You don't. Yes, know. and they want to fight me and my dog. Yeah. I don't want to fight cats, yeah. especially if they got those front claws. Yes, no, I'm more. I would. I would rather be attacked by a a big dog, not a pit bull. That's the no, one. I know dog what you're that, saying. I know. But I'd saying. rather be attacked by a large dog than a cat. An angry, crazy cat with claws. Because I feel like a dog, apart. I could, if I get the dog around its neck or about his body, cats I could. Cats are tough, man. A cat's so wiry. Yeah. We have trouble cutting their, their nails. Yeah. Because they don't want to be. It's tough. Yes. So I know it's just, they dig in. So I've added yet another another case to my caseload, Jerry. Yeah, well, listen, you're a busy man. Yeah. You're a busy man. I also found a interesting. A documentary on Netflix. I don't know if this is something that would interest you. I know you're not big on the murder documentaries like I am, but there's one called The Times Square Killer. Okay. And it was about this guy uh, back when Times Square was like a all, disaster. all porno. Yeah. And it really goes into the whole thing about how Times Square got to be porno and all that I would stuff. Be, no, I would be interested in something about Times Square. And it was just this guy who was a regular guy who was uh, killing. These guys always kill hookers. Because they probably feel like they have no family and they'll get away with it. Right. That, but there's, I think it's like two parts, two two reasons that I've found over the years of watching all these. One, like you said, they're, they're less likely to be looked for. Right. Because they're often estranged from their mm-hmm. family and friends. Right. Two, th- there are certain guys that are very angry that these women are, they, they, they call the women whores, yeah, and they're very angry at them for being whores. Meanwhile, you're murdering them. How does that make you? A lot of life doesn't make sense. But these man, some of these guys, they lead these double lives. They probably think they're leading, you know, doing God's work or something, right. which is just right. You're a hooker whore, so I will kill you, and I'm the better. <laughs> I'm the better person for that. Very weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it really goes into Times Square. And and what it was like back then, yeah. and the footage must be amazing. Yeah, it was really good. And they talked to people who were um, uh, performers in Times Square. Right. There was a guy, a man on there. He and his wife used to go into a theater. He was a performer. There was a bed on a stage, and he would have sex with his wife while people sat and watched. That was his. Perf- that was the that performing. Was the, how about this? And he goes. Uh, uh, we would do uh, sometimes yeah, eight shows a day. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Before Viagra, too. Right? Oh, my God. Right. Before Viagra. Holy cow. Then they said the the thing that actually, I thought Giuliani came in and cleaned it all up. So did I. But I, I think there was, the city got around to cleaning it up, and they didn't mention Giuliani. I, they actually didn't mention who did it. Mm-hmm. But, one of the, but they did mention uh, AIDS, and when AIDS uh, was a thing, that the cities were then able to uh, crack down on the live sex shows 
and they used AIDS as the reasoning somehow with it. Isn't that amazing? You actually needed a reason. Yeah. To cut down on live sex show. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. And then, and I think this was the Giuliani situation is when they started um, getting them on on all sorts of things. So if you couldn't, if it wasn't illegal to be a porno theater, you know, a lot of these business owners for these porno theaters, they were clearly not good people. Right. So they would be like stealing their electricity from the restaurant next door. <laughs> so they'd get them on that. My God. Dumb stuff. You know, Holy stealing cow. cable. They'd get them on that just to try to get them yeah, to where sure. they could shut them down for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I would be in for that. It's called the Times Square Killer. It's a three-parter. All right. Three-parter, so but it's I good. watched a seven-parter on uh, the Cocaine I, Cowboys in Miami. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought you sm- the Beatles one was also very long. Yeah, that was three shows that were two and a half hours each. Oh, it's only three parts? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. manageable. Yeah. Cocaine Cowboys were 45-minute episodes. I think there were six of them. Yeah. I didn't know how many there were. I just kept watching and I just kept going. You know, Craig recommended that one to me as well. It's really good. It, it To me, it was a little slow to get starting. It's documentary? Uh, Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's tremendous. I mean, once you figure out... I didn't care for the first one only because there's so many people that you got to get familiar with. It's almost overwhelming when yeah. they show their drug tree. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Too many people. But by the end of it, you recognize everybody, and you can put them into place, and it's pretty wild, actually. So where does that take place? Miami, South Beach. What uh, era? Um, late 80s into the 90s oh, like into that. the early 2000s. Okay. So it's pretty a lot of footage. Uh, a lot of interviews, people that went to jail already and are already out. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty I will good. watch that. It shows you the brass balls some people have. Yeah. As they basically just mock authority and get away with it until they don't. It's interesting. It's, it's pretty they, good. Do we know how all these drugs get in our country? They come in on boats. But are the people that... Uh, well, that and also there are a lot of... Um, there's so many islands in the Bahamas that a lot of them go from wherever they get them from, who knows, I don't know, Colombia, wherever. They they will go to one of these private islands where there's just no, there's no one there, and then from there they get them in. Yeah, but I always wonder how do we how do they get them in? Because it seems hard to get other things into the country. I don't know. So I there must know. be some sort of there's a lot of fugaziness. Going yeah, on. look the other way while we like bring in this. a lot of cops on the payroll. Which yeah, is, we hate to say that, but yeah. they have records of it. So it's it's if you have time, even if you watch one here, one there, that to me is an easy one to watch and then pick up and. All right, Jerry, but you're saying if I have time, I, you know, listen. If you I, could yeah. find time between uh, eleven forty-five a.m. and eight thirty p.m. when you're really doing nothing more than inspecting vodka bottles, <laughs> open cat food containers. And preparing your 4 p.m. dinner. <laughs> and dog poops that are not being picked up. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, if I have time, I mean, I'll, I'll take, I'll try to, I'll try to peek in at it. Like, you can watch all of them today and your day won't be disrupted. <laughs> <laughs> you just won't be able to listen to Carton and Roberts for four hours. Right. I didn't listen at all yesterday. I needed a break from sports talk. I hear you. It was just, there's some, I just need a break yeah, from sports talk. Yeah, of course. Talk. Makes sense. Mike Judge, he's the guy who created Beavis and Butthead. Joe's brother? Uh, Joe Judge, yes. <laughs> uh, Mike Judge <laughs> has, uh, is, uh, was working with Paramount Plus and is going to do a new Beavis and Butthead movie for Paramount Plus, the streaming service. Okay. And it's going to be a older version of Beavis and Butthead. Really? Yeah. So Beavis and Butthead are in their 40s. They look, uh, yeah, they, he had, I don't have, it didn't print out, but they... There are sketches of what they look no like. No kidding. I don't know if that's their, if that's the whole, if it's the. I think that sounds cool. You actually. like that idea? I do like that idea. I wasn't sure I felt about it at first. I do because you know it's like you know the Simpsons are still incredibly popular, which is amazing. But like you watch it, it's the same thing. Yeah, like this you know, would be something different. You think? But it still works, so it makes sense. This to me though is cool. I, I love the neat. Beavis and Butthead. Like I, yeah, I, it. I mean, I used to watch it a little bit, but never. I just, I don't know. <laughs> to me, it was the same thing every time. <laughs> Especially the ones where they talked over the videos. Right. Because think of how long those, they were, the, it was a 30-minute show yeah. with a ton of commercials and music videos. Like, it was not a lot going on. You're there. right. And it was wildly successful. Yeah. 
So I might have to watch. I might have to get Paramount Plus. I am not getting. I'm, it's enough. I can't do it anymore. It's too much. Do you have the free version of Peacock? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I just found this out that the, okay. there's a free version of Peacock, which is not bad. Okay. Is there a free version of HBO Max too? I don't think so. Because my wife put it on the other day and never didn't have to log in, and there were commercials as she was watching watching Sex in the City, the new. The oh, new ones. maybe. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why am I paying for it then? She goes, I don't know. She goes, but I can watch it with no commercials in here as long as I log in in there, no login, and I, there's commercials. I'm like, well, what am I doing? I think that's what some of these apps are doing now. They're they're giving you some free content, hoping that they hook you on something, and then you'll pay for the free version. I'm disgusted. I have so much content, and I don't watch TV. It's a lot of content. We have Amazon Prime. We have Netflix. We have HBO Max. We have Hulu, ESPN Plus, Disney, Disney Plus. Like it's enough. What the hell. All I need is Discovery Plus and oh. Netflix. Well, that's what you like. I love that. I I, I don't need that. I it's enough TVs. And oh, and by the way, three hundred channels on television. Yeah, those are all useless unless there's a live sporting event going on. My God, I still, otherwise useless. I still do watch it, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. And then this, I also don't know how to feel. This, I think, I don't like. The Beavis and Butthead, yeah. new version where they're older. I wasn't sure if I liked it, but you seem you seem yeah, intrigued cool. by it now, and you talked me into it. All right. Uh, there's another Jackass movie coming out, which I do like. I okay. do like the Jackass guys. But they're also promoting a new group of Jackasses. Oh, okay. Younger? N- younger people. Guys and that o- don't have the scars yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, created by, of course, Johnny Knoxville, Spike Jones, and Jeff Tremaine. That first came on MTV in the year 2000. Okay. 22 years ago. I saw something yesterday when you say that. That yeah. really freaked me out. What's that? So I forget who posted it. They said, don't, make, don't mean to make you feel old or depressed. Yeah. But 2021 to 1980 is the same as 1980 to 1939. Really? Think about that. 41 years. Wow. Yeah, that's... uh, That is freaky. That is freaky. So, yeah, 41 years ago it started. Well, here you go. The newcomers will be uh, someone named Jasper. Okay. Uh, Rachel Wolfson. Sean Poopies. There's a woman, huh? Yeah. That's good. Wow. Sean Poopies McCurney. That's a great name. Zach Holmes and Eric Manica. I don't know if I'll watch the new. I feel like that's for the younger people, Jerry. Right. I'm classic jackass. I like older yeah, guys I'm not, doing I, dumb yeah, things. I didn't really like that show. Yeah. So that's fine. The show I do like is Impractical Jokers, and I see Joe Gatto is is leaving. Yeah. He's separating from his wife. He and his wife are separating. He's got issues. Yeah, that is, uh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, you know, the other three, they'll carry it, and I'm sure they'll probably get another guy for sure, and it'll still be good. He was great, though. You know, like, he's the one you don't want to see go. I feel like you can't, you sh- they shouldn't replace him, just do it with the other guys. You can, but there's a lot of team events, though, team oh, competitions. Um, and, I mean, how often do we see it? You know, one guy leaves, another guy steps up, it's not the same, and then all of a sudden you get very used to it. Yes. So, I don't know. Hmm. I was disappointed to see that, though. Would you rather be a new jackass or a new impractical joker? Would I rather you as me? I'll rather be an impractical joke. Me too. Even though they do some weird things when you yeah. lose, I'm not into the whole uh, jackass thing. Yeah, I, I don't want to die doing something stupid. I liked the jackass on MTV. I liked the jackass in the movies when they did do a lot of stuff with poop and stuff. I don't like That's that. Stupid. I'm not interested. In it's that. disgusting. I don't like any stuff involving the butt or the pooping. Like they were really liked doing dumb stuff like that. All of that stuff you can keep it. Yeah. Leave that for your bidet. Yeah. One of their things that they did, I think about a lot, and I and it's like a, a you know sometimes you have weird thoughts that you don't want to keep repeating in your head, but you do. Okay. No, but okay. Uh, every once in a while, I get this thing in my head, or I can't stop thinking about the the jackass guys. One time, they took, uh, like Manila envelopes. Yeah. And gave themselves paper cuts. Why? Ah. Dude, it, yeah, in between their their fingers why would and you toes. Do that? I don't know, but it like I think about that sometimes. Dude, that gives, it, dude right? Why you, how you just do that? That's how I get sometimes in the middle of the day. I'll just it'll just cross oh. my mind. 
Dude, if I think about this later, I'm going to smash you. <laughs> well, I have the visual. I saw them do it. Yeah, I, I don't. That to me is not entertaining. It's not. <laughs> it's stupid. So, I'll pass. All right, you're right. Ugh. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up program. All right. And oh, tomorrow's Friday, Football Friday. We bring cool back games. cool games, yes, sir. Which uh, I haven't looked at the schedule. I know there are some cool games because so there could still be playoff implications and seedings and all that stuff. So that'll be cool tomorrow. Sounds good to me. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, then. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. We do this on a Thursday morning for you. The Eddie Scazzeri. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, we've got a lot to do. We've got an hour to do it in, and I say hello to Al DeAndre Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I see uh, Kyrie made his triumphant return last night, uh, although I see he get he uh, had uh, 22 points, but the Nets scored 129 points. Yeah. Which means 107 points were not from Kyrie. They got 39 from Kevin Durant. Yeah. So did they really need him, Jerry? Well, <laughs> they were down a lot. He was part of it. The comeback was good. Uh, yes, they do need him. Did he start? Because I kept he seeing. He did. I was surprised. I was actually surprised by uh, that. I kept saying yesterday before the game, he's going to play significant chunks. But wh- why wouldn't you start? I he did start. Okay, but wh- why I figured would they he'd come off not the bench just because he hadn't been there all year. You probably insert him at some point, but they started him. Yeah, so he was there. Got to start. He did. There's people take pride in being a starter. No one wants to yeah, be a bench guy. You know what? There guy. should be pride in finishing. That's finishing what there should the game. be pride in. It is funny. No matter what level you're at, guys get so hung up on being in the starting lineup. Yes. You know what I want to be? The guy that's out there when the game ends to actually seal the deal. Yeah, and and starting lineup in particular to me, like for football, and maybe it's the same for basketball. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter because by play two you could be out in yeah, football, you, you'd right? You get there for one play and then sit the next nine. Yeah, and they go. He started that running back. Right. Yeah, he didn't even get the ball and he was out after the first play. That is very true. That is very. Basketball is a little different because you play till the whistle. Yes. So that's if you the start, hell, you could go for four or five straight minutes without right. coming off the floor because there's no fouls or the ball doesn't go out of bounds or anything. Right. That's yeah. So it's it's weirder for football. Yes. Agreed. But I mean, whatever, not a big deal. But he played, you know, he played well. He, he really did. did. But uh, yeah, I mean, they played. It's amazing when this team plays defense like they did in the fourth quarter. They're really good. When they don't, they suck, and they're average like everybody else. And they snapped their three-game skid. They're. A, it's a very odd. They're a better road team than they are a home team. It's very strange. They don't like Brooklyn. Maybe they don't like Brooklyn. <laughs> they don't like. You know what it is? It's the pressure of having to drive to that arena, mm. trying to find a place to park. I, you know what? I don't know that that's the case, but maybe you're right. Traffic. I don't, and you, it is lovely when you're on the road. Yeah. The bus just takes you right to the arena. Right to the arena. You play. You get like, back on the bus, back to the plane. If they played the Pacers, there's no traffic in Indianapolis. I wouldn't think where they're going, there's traffic. Right through. Yeah. They probably stayed at the hotel right nearby. Probably, or at least down the block. Could have walked there, probably. Yeah, probably might have been able to walk there. They have the very good scooters there. That Indianapolis is a beautiful walking city. It is. Like, it's good little restaurants. Yeah, everything's just on that one main strip yep 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 we were there for super bowl i was there for a very brief time for the big 10 tournament before COVID hit and we left (laughs) and uh, threw you right out of the building we got thrown right out that is true COVID tapped you on the shoulder and said get out get out out. you sir security guard that said get out out so we're on the air don't care get out (laughs) okay COVID is oozing its way here. It was, yeah i did see evan roberts respond to a guy on twitter the guy asked do you think, uh, the guy asked uh, Evan Roberts, I guess, do you think uh, now that Kyrie had seemed to be having such a good time yeah. playing last night, will this now encourage him to get the shots that no. he could play? Evan's like, I hope so. Well, he got there because he didn't get the shot. So why would he get the shot now? He's probably not going to get the shot. 
I, right. The only thing that would pers- uh, that Why would, would sway him, yeah, would be I would think is if he is satisfied with more research and he feels more comfortable with it, having a good time and they're winning, and he sees that he's the missing piece and he doesn't want to miss playoff games. Other than that, no, he's not going to change his mind. Like, do you think there's anyone today who's going like, you know, what I think I'm going to get the shot, who hasn't gotten it yet? The uh, first I shot. I can tell you that I have multiple people in my life yeah. that have not gotten it, that are completely on the fence about it. One day they really? want to get it. The next day they say, nope, not They are really it. holding out. Yeah, they, well, I mean, I can speak for a good handful of them. They yeah. really don't want to get it. But they also do because it's right now preventing them from doing things. Oh, right. Yeah, going well, mainly going to work. Uh, not in our case, but what I'm talking about more like, for instance, we have friends that have something planned in Manhattan in February. Well, I can go. <laughs> We're out. Yeah. That's, you know, makes you think. And in New Jersey, I do believe Newark and Hoboken, I'm pretty sure, just change where you need the vaccine to get in the yes. restaurants. So that could, what's going on in New York could come to Jersey. Oh, and then, so then people are on the fence. They're like, I want to start doing stuff. I got to get well, the vaccine. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because right now in Jersey, it hasn't been a big deal. hasn't been an issue. But if it becomes one. So, yes, I do have people in my life that are on the fence. I hadn't considered that. I thought if you don't have the shot by now, you're not interested in it. Correct. But we keep pumping, like, get the shot, get the shot. But like you're saying, if it's going to prevent you from doing things, maybe you're on the fence. Yeah, absolutely. And they're on the fence, too, for other reasons. But, yes, that has been a conversation that's been ongoing in my world. All right. Uh, so that was the big basketball return last night, Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. Now we get to talk about Kyrie again a million times. This radio station loves Kyrie talk. Kyrie has become like Daryl Strawberry back in the day was the big lightning rod. You would bring up Daryl and, you know, or you bring up Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Like, you could, you want to get calls, you bring up certain topics steroids in baseball and people will call quickly Kyrie does that it really is amazing to me how much people are interested in hating him or supporting him right it's Kyrie it was mellow yeah sure he was another one absolutely Giants offensive line Giants offensive line still the case years later all these years <laughs> later still hanging in there as a favorite call topic that is very true speaking <laughs> of the Giants some more stuff came out about boy this Joe Judge is really rubbing people the wrong way with his 11-minute uh, rant that he did uh, after the game on Sunday. Yes. He uh, referenced, I guess, uh, w- what could only be interpreted as, as particular teams without saying the teams. All right, so let's back it up. All so right. when the Cowboys played Washington on that, whatever night that was, you had two guys that were basically trying to kill each other on the sidelines. This a couple For weeks Washington, ago. Washington, they were, they, yes. it was a brouhaha. It was a brouhaha. Is... It was not, it was, this was two games ago. Okay. And so Joe Judge said this on Sunday. This ain't a team that's having fistfights on the sidelines. This ain't some clown show organization or something else. <laughs> Hence why the clown parade now is yeah. uh, set for February 4th. So now I did find it uh, interesting, as you're going to reference, uh, as Ron Rivera was asked yesterday. Giants coach Joe Judge kind of took a couple shots at your organization the other day and brought up the fight on the field, referred to it as a clown organization. I'm curious what your response to that would be. Well, it's interesting. It is, you know, and, and again, I'm not going to respond to something, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's not keep this interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, so you had that yesterday. And now they play each other. Sunday. Oh. So I put a little intrigue. <laughs> I mean, it, you know what? It does because it does. here's why. You've got a game that no one gives a crap about. Yeah. You've got Jake Fromm probably starting a quarterback for the Giants, and we know how well that's gone. And, you know, Heineke's back. Washington did play relatively well against the Eagles before they blew it late. Like, I would think Washington comes in and beats them Sunday. And then uh, the two coaches have to shake hands at the end of the game. They will Maybe have to, Ron yes. Rivera will throw a haymaker. That would Maybe be awesome. those will be the fists that oh, will be flying on Sunday. Ron Rivera is too classy. I know. He's too nice. He's no that would be so awesome if he... Went jogging out to uh, midfield for the handshake and just went, <laughs> oh, he caught Joe Judge with a right hook. That would be great. Oh, it'd be you'd so like, awesome. You'd like Kevin Harlan to be doing that yeah. game at that time. He hit him with a right hook. Yes. So, yeah, so you had that with Joe Judge. Then you had, which I just went and got, they went back to Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer. About two years ago, guys tapped out when you were playing. He's like, yeah, yeah no, I don't, I don't agree with he, that. Uh, Joe Judge, I think it said that the guys had uh, their – uh, golf clubs 
in the locker room. You ain't seen that crap you saw before. All right. You ain't seeing guys right now playing vacations. You ain't seeing golf clubs in front of players' locker. You ain't seeing that stuff. <laughs> it is amazing. So I had to go back and listen to this, obviously, because of all the comments that came out yesterday. Yeah. So I went back and I'm listening to him Sunday and I, I didn't work Monday, so I didn't cut it like I usually would. My God. Like, let me ask you this question. Serious question. Why can't every team that plays poorly, why can't the coach stand up and say this? I don't know. Like, there, he's won in two years. They were 6-10 and 10 last year. They're, they might be 4-13. and 13. Let's say they lose. So that would make them 10 and 23. And he's talking like he's Vince Lombardi and they are on the precipice of being great. Timmy Tough Nuts. They're 10 and 23 or 10 and 22 right now. Like and getting blown out. Yeah, they're getting blown out this weekend. I don't uh, yeah, it's just cuz now you done fired up Ron Rivera and you've got Jake Fromm quarterback. I I know. Good luck. I, and I guess you want to make that an excuse. You can but all you hear about is how many teams are playing with so many guys on the COVID list, and, and they perform. They might not be winning, but performing better than the Giants. Do you think anybody on uh, Washington, when they're when a play ends on the towards the sideline of the Giants, says something to Joe Judge? It's possible. Like, you punk. It's, I, yes, it's possible. That's what I would do. I'd call him a punk. Right? It was pain. He was the, one of the guys that was involved. He should run over and, yeah. <laughs> and say something. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Yeah, Joe I Judge. I, I, you maybe you might be right, oh, Al. I don't great. know. It could happen. I would love to see a brouhaha involving Joe Judge. It would be great fighting Washington uh, football team well, players because this game's at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I want to see Joe George, Joe Judge walk off the field in the third quarter, take a shirt off in the end zone, <laughs> and quit. <laughs> Throw it into the crowd. Yes, <laughs> his Giants jacket or hoodie or whatever he's wearing. <laughs> Pretty much, that would be awesome. That would be that would be epic. So Pat Shermer said uh, of of what Joe Judge said about the Giants team quitting. Now, now Joe Judge didn't mention Pat Shermer, but he did not. We knew it was Pat Shermer, so they went back, as right. you said, and chased down Pat Shermer. Where is he now? Denver. Denver. And uh, Pat and Shermer just, said, just for context, yeah, the question about the Giants and quitting was the first question after one of the Denver reporters asked him if he thought he was, he was going to be fired in Denver. <laughs> you think you'd be fired? No, next well, question. Well, because you got questions about Vic Fangio, and if Fangio goes, then is he worried about his job? And then I think there was one football question, and then it was about the Giants and them quitting when he was the head coach. Yeah, and he said uh, that is, quote, not an accurate assessment. He was not interested in the conversation. Yeah, he was not. On. You could see in his face on the Zoom he was not interested. So I'll have that audio, too. Do you think it's easier for reporters to ask ballsy questions when they're on Zoom? Of course it is. It is, right? Of course it is. You're not, you're not sitting in front of someone. Yeah. It's like the same as some jackass that listens to us. It's pretty ballsy on Twitter to yell at us as opposed to in your face. Right, because if you ask a, a question that the coach is not going to like in person, yeah. and then when the thing is over, you still have to be in the room with everyone around you, with the PR staff, with the coach They're possibly. They're all glaring at you. Right, with the coach possibly walking past oh, you. Oh, sure. To get, yeah, I'm not for that. Right, they're hiding. <laughs> But you were a lightning reporter. You well, didn't, didn't ask tough questions. I didn't know any questions to ask. <laughs> you didn't understand hockey. No, I just stuck my microphone into other people's faces, let them ask the questions. They scored six goals. Is that bad? Is that, you guys give up six goals. Is that a lot in hockey? Is that going to be looked uh, poorly upon your defense? Yeah, I would definitely say the Zoom press conference is much easier yeah. to ask the tough, long-winded question. Yeah. I would say. That would and, the guys, and guys are. I mean, you're getting ballsy questions all over the place. Yes. Did you hear the Kim Jones questions the other day? I played it. Yeah. The, yeah. I didn't know if that was you or CeeLo who played yeah, them. I played that. That was the question about the guys that weren't here, which I also just heard him for the – I read it. I just heard it for the first time where he basically is talking about guys that left us last year are calling me twice a week. And then she – and her give her credit. Her oh, questions – well, They were great questions. There's only two of them. Yeah. So you've kind of put those two guys on blast now. Like, wow. Yeah, no, that was a very good. And I think I played that on, was that Tuesday? I think I played that. I think Tuesday. Because she followed up with that on on, uh, Tuesday after his comments. I mean, the whole thing was just, yeah. I love it. The world, the the walls are collapsing around him. I wish, I actually wish the Giants had a couple more games just to see if he completely would unravel after loss after loss. Because now he's only got one more in the season. Correct. 
That is true. I, th- I think this was it. There's only a couple guys that could be. <laughs> Kevin Zeitler was cut. And then she goes to name Tomlinson them. obviously did like, leave in free agency. You just put these two guys <laughs> right in the in the spotlight. And then he's like, I'm not going to comment. I uh, know, but you did it. You're the one that did it. Plus, he told us if you asked the question, he would give you a real answer. Which he doesn't. He doesn't. He does not. I mean, I, there are certain things he will answer, other things he will not. Yeah. So he is, uh, I actually feel like he just kept talking and talking and, and just started saying things that, for the sake of saying things. He is going to be so happy when that game is over. When No one he'll feel relief. When, when he's the quarterback's coach somewhere else. <laughs> when he gets in the car after Sunday's game, he's, there's going to be some sense of relief. Like, Maybe, but the problem is now it's, all right, what about the job? Yeah. Because the Jim Harbaugh stuff is taking on a life of its own. There's no question he hears it. You have to. I don't know how you could not hear it. So all of a sudden, he might have, and this is what Sal and I talked about last week, where there was that report where he's back. And I said, all right, maybe. I said, but if they get blown out their last few games, how do we know that? And they have gotten blown out. So he might have gotten a vote of confidence, but, boy, that can change real quick, real quick. You're in. Oh, Jim Harbaugh's interested? You're out. Like, I heard someone yesterday, I think it was on Craig and Evan's show, I think, that there are thoughts that Sean Payton may not want to return to New Orleans. Like, and he could be a free agent head coach this offseason. You want Joe Judge or you want Sean Payton? You no want, offense, but... You want Jim Harbaugh or you want Sean Payton? Like, there are not many coaches in this league that I think you would want over Sean Payton. So, if you're Joe Judge and you're getting blown out every week and you're, you know, 10-22... and 22, Look out. He's getting a little heavy, that uh, Sean Payton. Is this true? Yeah. Well, are you, are you confusing him with Kevin James in the show now? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is the real Sean Payton. <laughs> Got it. Let's put on a few pounds. I had noticed. Well, I guess that happens as you get older. I read something about brown fats yesterday. Brown fats? The reason why we're getting heavy is not because of reasons we think. What are brown fats? Exactly. Like when I eat a Kit Kat bar because no. it's brown? There are white fats and brown fats in our body. And if you can rid yourselves of the brown fat, you will see drastic weight loss, safe drastic weight loss quickly. All right. I'm going to Google brown fat. We're going to take a break. You're going to Google brown fat. And I'm going to get uh, very... Uh, and you'll be an expert in about four minutes. I'm going to lose my belly. Yeah. Well, you know how much to lose, but yes, you can lose whatever's there. I need to lose a lot, but whatever. All right. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we got lots more to do. Uh, I haven't even touched on Aaron Rodgers and Hub Arc. <laughs> we'll get to that too. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Coming up on 25 after 5. Hello, hello, hello. It's Thursday. Oh, it is so great to have you with us. Nice to have everybody back. And ways we go. There's a lot on Joe Judge and the Giants and Ron Rivera in the first segment. Even Kyrie Irving. Al's become a basketball fan, let's be honest. That's right, Jerry. Uh, you brought up uh, Aaron Rodgers before the break, who's uh, everyone loves to talk about Aaron Rodgers, and I was asking why yesterday, and yet I continue to bring up Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Mainly because, uh, I guess because he doesn't give standard answers to things. Maybe that's why we like him now. He's a deep little thinker. bit of a, uh, some people think he's douchey. He's a bit of a deep thinker. He is. He goes on uh, with Pat McAfee, which yeah. is not a uh, standard talk show that where you true. give standard answers. So I guess he was asked yesterday about uh, Hub Arkish, who was on the score in Chicago, the sports station there, uh, when they were talking about the MVP uh, category for the NFL this year, and Hub Arkish has a vote. And he told the fellows at the score in Chicago that he was not voting for Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers was a jerk and a bad guy. And they said they asked him, you had this uh, made up before the season even started? Uh, and he's like, yes, he's a jerk and a bad guy. And I'm not voting for him. And uh, so I guess they, they ran down Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Well, he sat down and did a Zoom press conference. Oh, this was on the Zoom press conference. Mm-hmm. This was not on. Uh, so he's only on once a week. One, with, every Wednesday. Uh, like every, most quarterbacks. Yeah. With Aaron. No, with um, 
Pat McAfee. Tuesday with McAfee. Tuesday with McAfee. Wednesday, he sits down with the media, and they Correct. asked him uh, that. Yes, asked him his thoughts. I think he's a bum. He's a bum. Now, he went on and said <laughs> he went on and said a lot of interesting things. Yeah. One that really surprised me. He said, and Hub Arkish, who I've never heard of until he worked on Westwood One, and I only heard of him because of Boomer, honestly. Now, he's a Westwood One sideline reporter in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers went on to say he's never interviewed him, never been introduced to him, he's never been in his presence, and has never met him. Right, so why am I? The, why well, are you I calling mean, me? He says, like, how could you call me that? You don't know, like, nothing. It's not even like I gave you a bad interview and I was rude to you once. Like, and that happens. First impression could be horrible. You think the guy's a jerk. There was no first impression other than what he read and saw from afar. There's no nothing intimately between the two. And I don't mean sexually. I mean, of course, just work-related. And probably not sexually. And probably not, either. since they've never been around never one met. another. That would be kind of hard to do. Very I would difficult. have phone sex. I it's perhaps could possible. Be. But he makes a great point, though. Like, you're attacking me personally like I'm a jerk. You don't even know me. It was very interesting. He called him a bum, and then he filed that up with an absolute bum. Yes, he did. An so a bum, bum and an absolute He called him a bum, bum a couple of times. You know what's interesting, though, about this, too? How long do you think Aaron Rodgers spoke for? 11 minutes. Uh, 14. Okay. Is that right? 14, I believe it was. How many questions about Hub Arcus do you think he got? I would think it was half of the con- press conference. Two questions. And the one that done. opened it, and then one guy towards the latter stages of it asked it in a different way. It was more unrelated. He asked about Arkish again, but also his second part of the question was, do you think your appearance on McAfee every week and you talking openly about things has hurt your reputation? Essentially, was the question. And he went on to say, no, actually, I do that because I want people to see who I am as opposed to just a football player. You get my actual thoughts and what I and we we talk about life stuff. It's not just football, football, football. He goes, I want you to actually be allowed inside my world. So very, I liked it. You know, I enjoyed watching it. We got to start wearing muscle shirts like Pat McAfee when we do this show. Maybe in the summer. You could do that. I'll pass. We wear muscle shirts. I'm going to pass. I really, it's not going to be a good look for most of us. I have such a farmer's tan like in the <laughs> summer. That would be very And odd. you live on the beach. And I have hair on my shoulders that I have to I've shave. I've seen someone that lives on the beach that doesn't go to the beach right. and has a farmer's tan. Yeah. I don't go to the beach. I like to be near the beach. I don't want to go on the beach. I, I understand. It's a great place to live. I understand. But. Although I'm finding a lot of the older men in that community, same thing. Their wives like to go to the beach. They like to be near the beach. That's the difference. So they don't spend a lot of time together. Uh, well, the, the, <laughs> the secret to marriage. <laughs> men love air conditioning. Women love the uh, sunshine. You know what men like? Being left alone. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, you're like. going to go to the beach? That's not my thing. That's what men like. I guess I'll be here by myself. I've told you many times, I will never forget years and years and years ago when I worked at the liquor store and there was an older fellow that worked with us and I would say, why do you do this? You've got a full-time job, you run home, take a shower, and then you come here from 5 to 10, have a couple of beers before you go home, you don't go up till 11 o'clock and you repeat the process tomorrow. <laughs> and he says, well, there's a reason why I've been married for 30 years. If we don't see each other, we can't fight. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. <laughs> and you know what? Great, and to their credit, great marriage. It works for them. It does because they were never together long enough to argue, and they actually enjoy being together. That's why my my friend I uh, produced shows for in Tampa, his name is Tom. He was a local uh, NBC affiliate uh, sports guy. Yeah. And he was married to a United Airlines flight attendant. For me- I, they may stop. I think they're still married. He said... He used to tell me all the time when I was looking for dates, he'd be like, you got to find a flight attendant <laughs> because it's so awesome. You see each other, then she leaves for a couple days. The only problem with that is <laughs> she's in hotels and hotel bars a lot. Right. With There's no chance that there was not a rendezvous once in a while somewhere. I know these attractive pilots There's who no way. have the power of controlling an airplane. Like human nature. Yeah. Like if you were, and I don't know... I'm I, you can't speak for everybody, but if you were on the road once or twice a week, every week, and were the type that like to have, there's nothing wrong with it. But you got a little tipsy once or twice a week in a hotel bar, twice a week, every week for how many years? You're gonna tell me at no point your judgment was a little impaired and you made a mistake. 
I don't buy it. Yeah, it's, uh, the only thing would be better as you get older, you just want to go to bed. <laughs> to or in your case, when you turn 25. <laughs> yeah, I just want to stay home and go to sleep. So now if I was a flight attendant or a pilot, I'd get into town. I'd be like, I got to go People are sleep. different, though, man. There are people that will drink until the day they die, and yeah. they look forward to staying up all night. I think for us, I really do believe this because I've thought about this. There are many times I'll, we'll go out. And, you know, people are like, hey, it's only midnight. Where are you going? Like, where are we going? Like, it's midnight. I want to go to bed. Hell, I want to bed at 11 o'clock. I think we live our life so tired because of the lack of sleep that we cherish the time to actually sleep. Yeah. I think we're different than most. I really do. I think if, you, if you're waking up at 7 o'clock and going to bed at 11 like a normal person and you get normal rest during the week, I think most people can't wait to get out and stay up. And I don't want to be tired on the weekend. I'm tired all week. So I think it's a little different for us. All right. Different. I do. For us than, say, flight attendants and pilots. That are sleeping well. Yes, I do think it's different. Why, they have required sleep before they're allowed to fly. Yeah, yeah for sure. Which is a good thing. I that is a good a thing. tired pilot. Which I never understood why, like, ER doctors work these long yes. shifts. That makes no sense to me. I'm up 24 hours in the ER. Why? <laughs> Hold Go on. Don't sleep. move. I'm going <laughs> to cut your chest open now. No, no. <laughs> Please don't. Right. The, the the ER doctor is sleeping on a cot in a closet, and then someone comes in with a... A, a, a trauma. A big trauma from a car accident. they got to... Yeah. Give me a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. great. Now I feel good. Yeah. Now I'll be ready to go. I remember when I sliced my, if you remember, I've shown you this, the wrist when my hand went through a pane of glass. You punched a... Uh... Well, I didn't punch it. I... I turned and my head hit a soft spot in the glass and my hand went right through it. Oh, okay. And I was bleeding out like crazy. And I'll never forget the the doctor that sewed up the thing. He couldn't wait to go home because it was towards the end of his shift. Oh, when did it start? Oh, you don't want to know. Oh, great. As you're about to start stitching up my wrist. (laughs) No, I do want to know, actually. Yeah, they go 24 hours. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Oh, one other thing about Aaron Rodgers. Yesterday he made, some people thought he was dropping hints of retirement. And how he would retire, he said he he referenced Barry Sanders, the great Lions running back, and said that he retired with a little note like, hey, guys, thanks. It was fun. I'm out. And I always thought that was cool. It is cool. I never liked that. It's, the Barry Sanders thing is funny because there are so many people that will, quote, unquote, say they respect him. And then others will say he just quit on the team. You know, he was in the middle of his career. Just walked away, had enough. I mean, good for him. Aaron Rodgers has accomplished a lot. I mean, if that's what he did, he doesn't owe anybody anything. I'm surprised that Ben Roethlisberger, from what we know of him, didn't do a big see tour. Does he think he's playing? I don't know that he's. I don't know that he's done. Yeah, that's weird. Like, and to what Antonio Brown said the other day to me makes sense. You know, it's hard finding a good quarterback, and I know he's not great at this stage. He's better than some of these other guys that are out there that are starting. So maybe he thinks he's still got another co- – and not for, he's also very competitive. He sees Tom Brady out there at 44 still winning Super Bowls. Maybe he thinks – and the Steelers are not a great team this year. Maybe he thinks in a different situation he can win. Maybe he's not done. He finishes up with Baltimore. They do have an outside chance to still make the playoffs, though. They, I think they need to win, and I think they need – I forget. I think they need the Colts to lose to the Jaguars, which is not happening. But they do have an outside chance to still make the playoffs. And as bad as they've been – if they beat Baltimore this week, they'd be 9-7-1. and one. It's not like they were atrocious. So, I don't know. Did you see uh, Adam Schefter, the ESPN insider reporter on the NFL? He had to get an MRI. What did he do? Well, he injured his knee from trying to do the gritty. What's that? The gritty? Yeah. The gritty is that cool dance that uh, like wide receivers do when they score a touchdown. Where they do... That's what that's good. Isn't yeah. that uh, what uh, Jabbar Chase does? Yeah, I see there's a bunch of uh, the wide receivers okay. do it when they score. I do think that's a cool dance. I'm not normally for he dancing. tore his ACL no, no, doing he, that? No, he injured his knee and is getting an MRI on it. How? Well, cause You're not breakdancing. No, but he did it in, in, in some sort of boots, snow boots. All right. And he's not athletic. But I do see that. that when I, I was wondering what that dance was because I see wide receivers do it. And it does look like normally I don't like when guys celebrate. That looks like fun. Like so why might, don't you learn it? I might learn it. I have a wedding to go to tomorrow night. I might learn it and do the the gritty at the wedding. You gonna be cutting a rug tomorrow night? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Give me a couple beers in me. Do the gritty. There you go. Hopefully, I don't throw my knee out. At what point will the macarena begin? Bump, 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 bump. They still what, do that. <laughs> uh, 
I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure if they do. This I don't is, remember at Allie's wedding if they did it or not. This is a young couple's wedding. I don't think they do macarena or chicken dance or the hokey pokey. Stupid. And you turn yourself around. Well, Come they on, don't do you. that at weddings. Electric slide. The, well, that was one. Yes. For did sure. they do that at Allie's wedding? I don't think so. I I, I don't believe so. I like those dances because I feel like I could get involved. Actual dancing. Right. I can't. You can. All you got to do is shake your body. Shake your stuff. Yeah, I don't like that, Jerry. And I'm very famous, so I'll be looked at on the dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) This is a young person's wedding, you said. Young person's wedding, You might not be as famous as you think. (laughs) That's a great point. Unless their parents are going. (laughs) (laughs) Actually... Her dad is listens to the station. Oh, that's good then. But you're right. She has no idea. No. The kids don't. It really is something. <laughs> We're more the uh, the mom and the dad like us. I'm going to be looking for old people at that wedding tomorrow. <laughs> <going. laughs> hey, you guys know who I am. Very famous. I'm about to go do the gritty out on the dance floor if you want to join me. You sound like Anchorman right now. <laughs> oh, and Matt Nagy yesterday. You know, I know. He, I got to go find this. I haven't uh, got to uh, it yet. A boomer yesterday said that he, that he was told that Matt Nagy's already been told that he's not. Uh, coming back as head coach. Out of here! Out of here! Out of here! Uh, yeah. Matt Nagy said he hasn't been told anything. Yeah, I would think Nagy's not wouldn't give that up. And then he said this, Matt Nagy, quote, "Tell Boomer Esiason to stick it where the sun don't shine." That would be awesome. Look if for he that quote, said Jerry. That. If he actually said oh, that, oh my that god, would that would be, be cool. tremendous. That would be now. That would be showing some personality. It would have been great if he was like Boomer. That guy was a terrible quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem is he's been a terrible coach. So I don't know that you want to actually have that fight. But it would be fun. Like, he's got nothing to lose now. Just come out and go, Boomer? Why is CBS still put him on? Yeah. He was a <laughs> terrible quarterback. <laughs> Except that he wasn't. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, 535. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got lots more to do. It's the warm-up show till 6. Boomer and Geo then here on The Fan. All right, 540, Boomer and Gio coming up 20 minutes. A big Thursday program. No Thursday night football again. That is over and done with. Well, no Thursday night game last week. No Thursday night game this week. But we do have a full slate of games on uh, this weekend, Saturday. A couple of games, full boat Sunday. And then wild card weekend. You got two games on Saturday. You got games on Sunday. You got games on Monday. So a yeah, lot so, still to do. So this weekend there will be some, like there will be very important games. We know Raiders, Chargers yep. is a big game Sunday night. You win, you're in. You lose, you're out. Yeah. Uh, there are other games that uh, involve seedings and where yeah. people go. Can impact the playoffs a lot. So you get some, some uh, what we call here, cool games. Yep. And then I was getting news yesterday about a game that's not going to be so cool. So I see Joe Burrow will not be playing. He's going to rest his knee, which he claims is fine. Yeah. But he's uh, resting for the playoffs, even though that game could change their seating. Although I guess uh, for them to get a bye, like a million things would have to happen. I saw the list of yeah, they're not things for the best. So, right. So that makes sense to rest in. So we know Baker Mayfield is getting surgery. He's not playing. Right. It's going to be a hell of a matchup, Jerry. Yeah, Browns, <laughs> Bengals. With no Joe Burrow, no Baker Mayfield. That's what you get, though, week 18. You know, exactly. you can definitely get these matchups that are a complete waste of time. Right. And that one's a complete waste of time. That's why I like, I believe the pa- um, I believe the Packers are playing. I don't think they're resting anybody. Right, not resting. The Cowboys are playing everybody, which they should, because I think they could still move out of the, the four slot and could move up. Not that it matters all that much, but that's just play. I hate when teams rest. Right. I really do. Bucks say they're playing everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because we've seen over the years where sometimes when a team doesn't get a bye and they rest their players, they they come back rusty. Yeah, you're not a sharp. Right, you're not a sharp. But you risk getting punched in the mouth, your quarterback, if you play him. Well, but th- some, by some punk who does, right. who's so, trying to make a name for himself. This to me is like the old, you know, the old conversation of at what point do you say uh, we're good for next week? We don't want to risk injury. Kind of like the whole conversation that's gone on with Kirk Herbstreit and the college football and the. You know, the player that knows he's going to be drafted and doesn't want to play in the bowl game. It's all right. So at what point then do you say, like say like that example, you're a great player. The kid that's a great player that's going to be drafted. Now his draft stock might move up or down a little bit. When the season starts, you pretty much know when you read all the scouting reports that they're going to be drafted. Why play any of the games then? Why play more than one or two? Like once you know you're going to be drafted, just shut it down. 
Right, like when you know you're going to be drafted and you have one good game, shut it down. Right, like at what point do we say, why are we even bothering with this? Like to me, it's it's just a weird conversation to have because to play all season and then say, oh, not playing in the bowl game. Well, why'd you play last game then? Or the game before that? True. Like what's the point? And the other thing I always like where, the, where an NFL team is out of the playoffs, they're not playing, uh, and then they're like, we're going to play our players. Yeah, you are because you're paying them. Yes, they have a job to do. Yes, I don't care if it's your star quarterback and you didn't make the playoffs. And that's where the Get whole discussion comes in, whether it's the NBA with resting players or the NFL resting guys last week. Is it entertainment or is it a game? Because it's really hard to be both, actually. Right, you pay your ticket. You want to see Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. But yeah, and I, I hate the argument. Well, you know, you pay the same amount of money for Broadway, and sometimes Ooh. you get the back. I'm sorry, it's not the same thing. That's a scripted event. This is You're paying to see a live reality sports event. I want to see what I want to see. Yeah, I went to see Hamilton. I didn't get Lin-Manuel. I don't know who that is. I think he's the guy who wrote it and, and starred in it. Okay. I got the second round. You got people. the second guy. The second guy. Right. I still paid a big But here's the thing about that. that. Here's the thing about that Broadway show. No matter who plays in the role, you can go on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, the following Tuesday, the show is the same. It was the same. The same the script is the same. It ends the same. The games are not supposed to be the same, and you're not supposed to get a crappy product. Yeah, it's not like the lead guy in uh, Hamilton screwed up, and they were like, hey, he's the backup. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. the backup. What do you expect? <laughs> he still gave you a great performance. In most cases in the NFL, you get the backup quarterback. Guess what you're not going to get? A great performance. No. This no. NFL story made me sad, and you see it every now and then. It does make me sad every time I see it. This involves a former Colt standout linebacker, Gary Brackett. Okay, I didn't see this. He's auctioning off his Super Bowl ring because he had to declare bankruptcy. Didn't he just finish playing not that long ago? Yeah, like that, I, I hate to see, like, now someone's, like, I always hope that someone buys the ring and gives it to him. And gives him the ring back? And just says, you can't, but you can't sell this. Yeah, wow. Well. Because that's weird. Like, somebody's going to have Gary Brackett's Super Bowl ring. This guy. We see it, though, in many uh, sports. Now, I did read up on him. I was like, where did this guy lose his money? Investing? Yeah, so I guess he had a bunch of chain restaurants that didn't go well, and then with the pandemic really didn't go well. Oh. Yeah, this guy's got a little Super Bowl ring. Yeah, that sucks. I don't like that. That does suck. I feel like one day I would like to be a hero and buy Gary Brackett's Super Bowl ring. By the way, you could be. And then I called the news, the news, and I go, I'm going to present Gary with his ring back. You're 52. You're single. You got a great place by the beach, tons of equity, a great 401k. You've socked money away for the last 40 years with no children. Guess what? You could be a hero if you'd like. You've got more money than God. You just don't use it in that way. Gary, I was going to bring you your ring back, but the news is not interested. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, News Twelve was out. News Twelve, therefore, not gonna... I'm out. No, news Twelve, News Twelve wanted to run it on the weekend. No one watches on the weekend, so I'm not, I'm going to. You've actually stepped up your game. You're calling Alice Gaynor now at CBS. Uh, yeah, I need a CBS. I'll, Gary, News Twelve is interested, but unless CBS or ABC is interested, I, I'm I can't. Matter of fact, put I a place I place to call sixty minutes. Yes, yeah, I would love a sixty minutes piece. I heard you say, I heard a little bit of yours and Eddie's podcast for yes. Monday. I heard you mention the whole thing about the piano and Alzheimer's. You guys were talking about that. Oh yeah, that was the Tony Bennett thing too. In that right. sixty minutes piece, how he couldn't have a conversation, but they put him in front of a piano, and it was like he was Tony Bennett from thirty years ago. Yeah, there is a part of your Crazy. brain that involves music that. Uh, Sometimes doesn't the memory doesn't go away when your other memories that go away. That is unreal. Yeah. Really is incredible. Yeah, some of it's like I follow a lot of these piano things on Instagram. Some of the people's their their hands are so decrepit, but they could still play the piano. Muscle memory, I guess. Muscle memory. Muscle memory, yeah. Now the NFL is going to abandon the Wonderlick test. I didn't even know they still did that. Yeah, still do the Wonderlick test. Now, they're going to abandon it as an NFL thing, but individual teams could still use the Wonderlick test, which sucks because I like to know who's stupid. But (laughs) I don't feel like we get those answers every year. Yeah, we don't. You'll get one a leak out here and there. They're not releasing that stuff. Plus, we know some people scored terrible on it and dominated the NFL. It really doesn't. I need to. Here's what I would need to do. 
That sounds goofy, but you got to look into a guy's eyes and know if he wants to play or not. Like, that to me is the biggest thing. Right, you call them in the office, you go, look me in the eyes. For real. I think that's a big part of it. Then I was reading that some coaches didn't like guys that scored really high because they thought they would be too smart and wouldn't listen to the coaches. So if you're too dumb, they didn't want you. If you're too smart, they didn't want you. You need a guy that's just right. Just in the middle. Right. Too dumb to argue with me. Right. Smart enough to understand what to do. Right. <laughs> smart enough to know the playbook. Lots of drive. Not smart. Not too smart that he's going to question my play. And athletically gifted. And athletically gifted. There exactly. was. It's funny you bring this up because there was. We, we talk about this NFL. I hate the NFL draft. I've always told you that. way. Some guys like live for it. I think it's the biggest waste of time. I, the whole everything about it I can't stand. Mostly because of how many guys don't end up with much of a career. Yes. We make it seem like, you know, like there was this notion, would you trade a two and a three for Russell Wilson? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, because the two and the three really amounts to much a lot of times. There was another, I forget, it was the, God darn, I forget which draft it was. Someone posted it yesterday. The first round of this particular year, like one player that's still around. In the first round. Yeah, it's very strange. It re- and there are, you know, listen, from time to time, you get a can't-miss guy like Peyton Manning became one, but Ryan Leaf wasn't. Like, you have no idea what these guys are going to be. Ryan Leaf was a can-miss guy. You can miss. Oh, he missed all right. He missed badly. Oh, he did, Jerry. Yeah, he did. A-Rod could be getting his own version of the Manning cast. I saw this reported in Andrew Marchand's column in the New York Post. That ESPN is considering for Sunday Night Baseball. They should. Doing an alternative feed like they do on Monday Night Football with the Manning brothers and giving A-Rod that oh, alternate feed. No, who you pair feed. him up with, though? They don't know, but they are saying then that that they would are considering David Cohn for the A-Rod spot on the actual broadcast. Good for him. Hey, great. Good for you. Yeah, great. That okay. doesn't turn you on, Jerry? Uh, I'm not a huge Sunday Night Baseball fan. That doesn't. That doesn't get your juices flowing below the belt. No, I think it, uh, hello. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. Um, but I, great. That's great for David Cohen if that's the case. Awesome. I liked John Miller. I did too. I like John. I really like Miller and Morgan. Yes. I know people hated them. I like those two. I thought they were good. I don't care who they have as long as they keep that uh, the microphone near the bat. We, you get the good sound. Oh effects. my gosh, that, that for for me that yeah. I love that. Yeah, Sunday night baseball though for me is like Sunday night football. It's too much, You've especially had enough. well, especially when you're focused on the Mets and Yankees, like Correct. we are on. I mean, so we much got football two teams there. here. Yeah, it's like I'm going to sit down and watch. You know, Giants, Diamondbacks. I, yeah, I mean, Giants, Dodgers. Maybe I will. Red Sox, Rays or Blue. Yeah, maybe. But it's like. Eh. That's whatever. It's it doesn't game. do it for you. It does not do it for me. But the the A Rod thing to me, and it's it's interesting because I'm not so into the Manning one. I don't know why. I'm just not. The, I like A Rod, so I would check in on that. Maybe it, maybe it, because it. I feel like it would work better with baseball in that it is slower. Oh, it's such a more right? conversational and broadcast. A more conversational game, yeah. broadcast. Hundred percent. I mean, a regular game is almost like a Manning cast. Yes. In a weird way, right? Like with uh, Ronnie and Keith. Yeah. That's why their broadcast is good. Right, because they're doing guys. like a little talk show mm-hmm. during the game. And they've got they've all got their their personalities just work. Yeah. The chemistry's tremendous. They've so. got tremendous chemistry, Jerry. All right, we got to take a break. We'll get you Boomer and Geo coming up in just a moment as we wrap things up right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence. We're talking Aaron Rodgers and we're talking that bum. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got a couple more minutes till we get to the top of the hour. Kyrie Irving was back last night. Nets won at Indiana. Knicks take on the Celtics later tonight. St. John's won, and the Devils play tonight as well. A story went around yesterday that the NFL was looking at other places where they could play this year's I know. Super Bowl. I want to go now if it's going to be at AT&T Stadium. Because it's currently in uh, Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium, Rams yeah. Chargers. And what they do? They canceled the Grammys already? Yeah, That's supposed yeah. to be at uh, Staples Center or whatever it's called so, now, yeah. Crypto.com so, Arena. So they were worried that uh, what if, uh, you know, because California has tougher restrictions yeah. than other states about COVID, and would that affect the Super Bowl? But uh, Brian McCarthy, who is the spokesperson for the NFL, 
uh, said it's not unusual to explore contingency sites, and we plan on playing Super Bowl. What is it? Fifty six. What's an L? LV. L is fifty, I believe. Fifty six as scheduled at SoFi <laughs> Stadium. Then the California Health Secretary also said, "I want to be clear: the Super Bowl is coming to Los Angeles." All right, but I mean that. When would they have to make that decision now? Now, right? I would think so. I mean, AT and T Stadium, though. I don't know unless you've got a big concert or WWE or something like that booked. I'm sure everything's available. But don't people have tickets already for Super Bowl or no? I I've never had a ticket for a Super Me Bowl, neither. so I don't know. But here's what you'll know: if so, you have to go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that flight's gonna get diverted to uh, yeah. Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, for sure. So I don't I don't know. I would want to go though if it was in Dallas. Now. Yeah. Now that would be different because we got gypped last time we were in Dallas. We got right. the we stupid got ice snow storm, and everyone was very thrown off. Didn't see any of it. No, we did not see any of it. Remember that we got there on that Sunday? It was sixty-five and sunny. We woke up. We had no idea the sun was coming. We woke up like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Then the the it was snow thirty came. degrees and it was it paralyzed the city for a week. The road got iced over. They yeah. have no plows over there. Or or salt. They or were salt. trying to throw sand all over the place. Yeah, that did not work. I remember being on the media bus. To go, I think was it the Patriots? Who was that? No, it was the Steelers. Is that right? I don't even. I, have I think no it was idea. the Steelers. I don't remember. Hell, if I recovered so many of them, I just remember being on the media bus and the driver telling us, "Guys, we're going to go slow. I've never driven in this before." Oh, good. We've never seen snow before. <laughs> right. This is going to be awesome. Jerry, would you try this Kentucky Fried Chicken's putting uh, plant-based Beyond Fried Chicken on I your would menu. try it. Me too, because you're eating the coating anyway. Yes, I right? agree. It's the fried part that's so awesome. <laughs> exactly. You could put any- – that's why uh, the General Tso's chicken, they use probably the worst parts of the chicken. Doesn't matter. It's, it's still fantastic. Right. It's deep fried. It's and that sauce. wonderful sauce. <laughs> I would have his General Tso's hot dog. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, I'll take it. Just – Put, roll it in whatever that the coating is. Fry it up. Yeah, I would. I because I eat the Beyond Burgers. I think they're tremendous. Yeah, they, but they make them so much smaller than a real burger. Like if you get it on a roll, well, here's it's here's like why smaller because we're fat asses yeah. and the burgers we buy are too big. I want a half a pound burger. Well, that's what you get in a lot of restaurants now. Well, now that means we could go to uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. I with, would try that with Spike. When does this start? Yes. When does this start? Says they're rolling it out. Oh well, what does that mean? I didn't go for. What it. about a nice zucchini spaghetti with a cauliflower pizza <laughs> and wash it down with an old duels non-alcoholic beer? Wow. You know what? Kill yourself. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds like a Duke's Friday night. That sounds terrible. <laughs> and cauliflower pizza. I looked at the uh, nutrition on the back. Not ain't much better than for you than a regular pizza. It's still better for you, though. I don't know. It has to be. It still has all those carbs. Like, you get rid of the bread, carbs. though, but there's different carbs. People you know who this. eat vegan fart more. <laughs> WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.